Hey, hey, this is Coach AA, and welcome to the Feb 19th edition. First up, had to miss last Sunday due to some personal reasons. Apologies, I couldn't give you a heads up on time. But today, I want to talk about energy, mood, and self-kindness. My personal journey has been around this in the recent past, and I thought I'd share a little bit of where I am. On a side note, I had an interesting opportunity recently to make a presentation in under three minutes. So do check it out if you have, well, three minutes. Anywho, on to the main topic today, energy. Now, the amount of energy you have at the start of your day determines how your day is going to be, determines what your best is that day. And of course, depending on the kind of day you're having, the work or the stressors and all that that happened, the amount of energy you have at the end of the day, well, is going to be determined by that. How creative are you going to be? Or right, let's talk about your motivation levels, right? Are you going to go to the gym? Are you going to stay focused during your meetings? How productive are you going to be? All right, let's talk about your mood. Are you going to be cheerful and open? Are you going to listen or are you going to react? How patient are you going to be in your interactions with your coworkers and your family? How patient are you going to be? How kind are you going to be with yourself over the course of the day? Or your willpower? Are you going to reach for that piece of candy? Or... Is that not even going to be a problem? Now, while the goal can be to always do your best, our best varies each day. And because our energy levels affect our best, which is in turn affected by the previous tasks, it's a little confusing. For example, if you did something mentally draining, the next task might see your best drop. No, sometimes it doesn't have to be mentally draining. For example, if I eat five puris, I am not going to be productive. But that's another story. My morning ritual helps a lot and I'm sure you have a morning ritual right like some days you wake up and you don't feel that motivated some days you just jump out of bed and are ready to go almost all days you have work that needs completion I'm not referring only to office work but anything that needs your time energy and attention and a morning ritual goes a long way in getting you settled and finding your groove especially on those low-energy days. Now, in a workout, the warm-up serves a similar function. Not only does it warm up your muscles and get your joints moving, it also acts as a diagnostic to figure out, well, what kind of training day is it going to be? Based on the information and feedback, you can decide if today is the kind of day to lift heavy or just punch the clock and go home. So similar to 
that certain low energy days might not be the best time to work on something important. Remember, important things are those which are scheduled well in advance, advance and you've given it a much bigger window. They're not urgent and important. They're not something that needs to happen today and they just cropped up today. Those are different. And more often than not, the morning ritual plus scheduling them well in advance has allowed your brain to work on it quite a bit already and now you just need to sit and get the task done. On rare occasions, you might not be ready to do this important task. For example, if you have a high fever, well, plan has changed, right? Of course, it is not straightforward, at least for me. Like, how do you know the difference between being lazy versus being kind to yourself? How do you know if you need to sit at the task until the task is done versus, well, taking a break and maybe not today being the day? I keep coming back to the heuristic of, am I doing my best? Coupled with, am I being kind to myself? Now, the latter is something I've just started doing because my big goal is self-kindness. And some days, honestly, the best thing I could be doing is taking the day off, choosing not to work. When I started working with my therapist, one of the concerns I raised about my style of work was the self-criticism involved. But I was also very reluctant to shelve it. If I didn't occasionally wield the whip, what would stop me from vegetating on the couch all day? This blog post is not going to edit and publish on a Sunday morning, is it? Well, funnily, it does edit and publish itself on a Sunday morning because I show up. And numerous examples have shown me that I'm not going to run away. I'm not going to vegetate on the couch for the rest of the week. And I will show up to my scheduled meetings and complete the work I've committed to. So after many, many, many weeks, I've realized it is a good idea to shelve the irrational and unkind thoughts associated with mm, maybe I should slack off. See, even there, you can see what it did. comes out as slack off rather than take time off. Anywho, all comes down to quality reps. How many quality reps can you do? In life and in training, you need to do the work and you need to do your best. Because junk reps do not do anything useful. Junk reps do not produce forward motion. When I choose to skip a rep, that counts as a self-kindness rep. Why? Well, I'm listening to my body, to my energy, to my emotions and giving myself permission to stop. Previously, it'll be associated with guilt or self-criticism or all of the above while completing the task. And then 
I would realize I've completed the task, but it's nowhere you know, close to my best. So I don't feel good and I have berated myself throughout it when in fact I might have been better served not doing it at that time. So being aware has led to a better me. Paying attention to my body and my energy has been useful. In the quality of work I do and in the quality of my interactions with friends and family. For example, at the end of a draining workday, I am a grumpy goose. Previously, I would just be in a bad mood and it would be impossible to pull words from my mouth. But a combination of awareness and having an evening ritual has made all the difference. I found one or more of the following to get me out of my funk and to elevate my energy levels. Breathing drills, meditation, original strength resets, 45 minute long stretching session and occasionally being a sloth. And honestly, the last one is the least impactful. The other methods leave me better off than where I started. While they don't replenish my energy level, the negative effects of the energy drain are more or less removed. And I find myself in a much better frame of mind. I might still not be ready to head out and hang out, but I'm not grumpy and on edge. So, understanding my energy levels, paying attention to it, and then setting my best for the day has made a big difference. It has led to the larger goal of self-kindness be more effective. Why? Because instead of having an absolute mark for my best, understanding that it is relative and setting a relative mark has made it possible for me to be okay with different levels of output. So, what about you? Is this something that bothers you at all? Or not at all? Um, if not at all, well, you have a natural way of solving this, which... I would love if you can dig deeper and share. And that's it for today. This is Coach AA signing off. See you next week. Bye.